Hi friends, you're listening to Created Podcast, and we're your hosts, Amanda, Taffy, and Emily. Every week, we'll take a deep dive into the topic of worth and identity, and how by discovering more of who God is, we can discover more of who we are created to be. No matter if you're a lifelong Christ follower, new to the faith, exploring, or skeptical, our hope as we tackle discussions around this topic is that you will find we're all not too different in our struggles. We believe there is hope, clarity, and confidence in understanding our worth and identity. Welcome back everyone to the Created Podcast. This is our third episode and we will be covering the topics of shame and fear. Unlike our first two episodes, which we thoroughly enjoyed making and we were so excited that you were able to come on the journey with us. But today is going to look a little bit different and it's going to look like what our regular episodes um, will be where we will cover specific topics and hopefully leave you with tools to help you take your next steps so no matter where you are on your journey we pray that this is something that you'll be able to walk away with a new understanding of who you are and what the Lord has called you to do on this earth. Yeah, and we stop and we pray before every single episode. And today, just our prayer is that you feel like you can lean in and feel the presence of the Holy Spirit and just allow this time to be a space where you can hear God, reflect on your, you know, your life, what's going on with you um, and what God is doing. And we just really believe that there is actually hope, clarity and confidence we can have in this area. So I'm actually going to start us off with some scripture. We're going to go back to Adam and Eve in the beginning of the Bible in Genesis 1. But before I do that, I just want to encourage us today and really share a little bit about our heart of why we believe going to the word every time we come together is important. And this weekend at church, I just really felt like the Lord was just reminding me of just how true his word is and real it is. In 2 Timothy 3.16, it says that all scripture is God-breathed. And then again, in Hebrews 4.12, it says that the word of God is living and active. And I just find that so encouraging knowing that whenever we go to the word, this is God's word for us. This is breathed by him. We can have total clarity and confidence in believing what is said in the Bible about us, about what God says about us, because we know that it comes straight from him. So when it says in Psalm 139 that we're fearfully and wonderfully made, we can be so confident in knowing that that is truly what God says about us because it comes straight from his word and all of his word is breathed by him. So just wanted to kind of put that in there as well, because it is such a big part of our heart in this. So I'm just going to get right into it. We're going to read Genesis 1, 27. So in Genesis 1.27, it just goes back to Adam and Eve. And Genesis 1 talks about creation and how God God's already created um, the earth and day and night and all the animals. And then now he's creating um, man and woman. And so in Genesis 1.27, it says, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. So really just straight into the point, God made us in his image. And as we go through this, we're going to unpack more detailed of what that looks like, what kind of even more in scripture of what that means. But just as a baseline, it's in God's image that we were created. Um, so then in Genesis 2.25, it says, 
Adam and his wife were both naked, and they felt no shame. So originally, there was no shame in the Garden of Eden. God had made it perfect for um, his people to dwell in. And that is such a beautiful picture to just think that that existed in that time um, and that that's how God intended it to be, just perfect. They were naked and unashamed. Um, but then we're going to skip ahead to Genesis 3, 8 through 11. And this is kind of where we're going to hang out today. Um, it says, Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and they hid God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man, Where are you? He answered, I heard you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat? So kind of going back up to that first couple verses, this is the first place that we see shame and fear in the Bible. Adam and Eve experienced it in the garden with Jesus when or with God, sorry, when they ate the fruit that God said not to. And we were kind of talking about this at the beginning, and I love Taffy actually said this, just how like the Lord was present with them in the midst of their shame, in the midst of their fear. It says that the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord um, as they were walking in the garden. God called to them. He said, where are you? And we know that God already knew where they were, but he was just making them, making himself known to, to them in that moment that he was searching for them. I just love like that picture that God is with us in our shame and in our fear. So as we kind of go into verse 11, God's asking them, like, who told you you were naked? And have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? Taft's going to unpack this a bit more, but I think that it is just so, I feel like in my own life too, just reading this and knowing like, where am I feeling these feelings from? Who told you that you were experiencing this shame and fear? And yeah, we're going to kind of unpack that and go from there. So yeah. And I think even just coming to that point of who told you you were naked and ashamed and and the Lord is asking them something that is actually helping them to go to the root of the problem. He's actually going, who told you? And a lot of the times when we're experiencing shame, we actually have no idea where that is coming from. And that's what I, I really want us to go into is that we talk about shame, but it's something that is so hard to identify or to pinpoint because it's not so much about what you have done. I think a lot of the times people believe that shame is about something that you have done, but no, it's actually not about that. Shame is actually believing something about yourself. It's believing that you are that thing. You know, you, you are not good enough. So, so for example, in my life, um, with walking around with issues of body image, my belief in me was that I was not beautiful enough, that I was not worth someone loving, but actually that is not the truth. So when, when you look at shame and, and a lot of you might be thinking, some of you might go, you'll be able to quickly pinpoint where that shame is. Like right now you can be like, yep, I know what that shame thing is. No two ways about it nothing's going to stop us. But actually, um, some of you might be like, I actually don't know. I just, I just feel bad. I just, there's just a lot of things happening in my life and I don't know where the shame is and what it is. And we just pray that today, as we continue on this journey, you'll be able to, to be able to pinpoint where are those places that there is shame, you know, shame is feeling bad for being something 
rather than doing something. You know, we, we don't repent for shame. We actually go to the root of it and go, where did this come from? Who told me that I was this? Who told me that the shame was over my life? Yeah. And I think that's something that we can all relate to in a way in, in knowing, for me personally, it, shame can be so hard to identify, I think often because shame also produces other struggles that are maybe surface level in our life. So for me, it really came out in insecurity in my marriage, or it came out, I was really struggling all of a sudden with anxiety and having this sense of like anxiety attacks. And I had no clue where these things were coming from, why I was feeling them so intensely. And they were not things that I had previously dealt with ever to this extreme. I think we can all say we deal with anxiety or um, insecurities or maybe things like that. But this was a different level and I just wasn't sure. And something for me was I really started to just believe that this was a part of who I was. Yet I still didn't know why. There's The root was still very unclear to me. And it wasn't until I really recognized that I just thought that this was going to be a part of my life that I needed help. So I do just want to say, too, for anyone that is listening or going through things, and they feel stuck, um, they can maybe identify that they're feeling anxious or depression, insecurity, um, any of the things you may be feeling, but unsure of how to actually move past that or how to deal with it. Um, it's okay if you need help. I needed help. I think counseling is thankfully now more widely accepted and encouraged, but it's still something that can can feel intimidating and not fun. Um, and I will say it isn't the most joyous thing dealing with the deepest parts of your heart that you're trying to hide. <laughs> and that's okay. But it really, you know, has brought a lot of freedom and help to have somebody walk me through and get to the root. And for me, I realized <clears throat> that I was actually living in a space of shame. So there was a situation that I had gone through um, years prior to even, you know, even being married or, or when I was experiencing these anxiety attacks um, that had really caused a root and belief that I wasn't enough, full stop. <laughs> there was not, um, there's a lot that I can unpack in that, but ultimately that's truly what I was believing. And so because of that, and because of that situation and in that situation, I wasn't telling people the pain that I was experiencing. I wasn't sharing the depth of my heart or my struggle because I felt so much shame around how much I was struggling or how much I was like, just felt like there was so much chaos. So I think as Taffy was just unfolding that, and then as Emma has gone through and was reading those verses, I think it's so clear, at least for me personally, and I don't know if anyone can relate, that it's so easy to see sometimes when we're hiding, there's just that cycle that occurs in our life. So it produced shame, but I was didn't want to share that with anybody. So that caused fear of me not wanting to share that. And then that caused more shame and caused me to hide more. But I will say, you know, I think there's also the grace of God, which is so sweet. It did lead things to the surface. You know, I think they're all warning signals sometimes, like the anxiety, the things that do come up that maybe we can easily identify should and hopefully can lead us back to the Lord. 
and lead us back to him to say, actually, hey, there's something not there's something not right going on here. Maybe you need to focus on this. Maybe we just need to spend some time here to figure this out. So hopefully, you know, you can also just be encouraged that if there are warning signals in your life, it's good to just stop. And sometimes if we need help, that's okay too, to, to figure out how to get there. And that definitely was how it was for me in my life. And I still am in counseling. I still love it. Big pro counselor person over here. Um, but yeah, that's, that's so good, Amanda. And um, I, I actually have a question for you. And this is also for you, Emily. Um, so I'll give you um, some warning because Emily can rustle up um, the verse that I that I would love for you to share. But you know, I know that you talked about your journey and just how you really needed somebody to help you um, along. But you know, when we when we look at Genesis, like we're going to go back to those scriptures that we read, it says that they actually hid away from the Lord. You know, um, when we go to, uh, is it verse, um, verse nine, and it says, but the Lord God called to the man, where are you? God is God. He knows exactly where you are. Like, it's like, he created this. He knows where they are. But it was that part where the Lord was wanting to invite, was asking for them to invite him into the midst of their fear so you know in your own journey amanda what was the scripture that was like the foundation the thing that you held on to that the lord was going you know the shame that is not the truth that is not what your identity is this is who you are and i know that you had a key verse with that and um emily if you can also share your key verse it was i think emily's was in philippians 4 um verse 9 um, but Amanda, yours was, was about bringing to the light. Um, do you want to share a yes. bit about that scripture? Yeah. And uh, you know, it, it's amazing how true scripture is, you know, the truth mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't, can't run from that. But I think the point that, you know, you're even bringing up is hiding from the Lord. And I think sometimes we don't recognize that we're actually keeping things from him because maybe we're praying over something or like take this anxiety away, all these things but we're not really bringing the root maybe to him, you know, like really what that fear is. And so for me, I actually had um, just deep shame to even come to the Lord. Like I didn't want to bring that to him because I also was projecting this feeling like that he was disappointed in me and that the more I hit it, the more disappointed he was. But the verse, it's actually Ephesians 5.13 and it says, everything exposed by the light becomes light itself. I think the Lord just gave me a picture of like, just, oh, oh, I don't know if you guys know this song, but um, Carrie Job, Let the Light In, such a good one. It just, you know, that image of just like opening up a window and letting the light in and just this picture in my heart of just open up the door and let my light flood in. Like I am standing here, I'm knocking, all you have to do is open it. And then everything that I touch becomes light itself. So it no longer even, like, you can't close the door because it becomes light itself. It doesn't return back to the darkness. The Lord redeems and the Lord covers. And so I think for me, that's just what I had to hold on to over and over and over again and say, if I bring this to him, he redeems it. It's not that I even have to keep the door open. No, he does the work. I just need to humble myself, even in that sense. I know that may seem weird to say humble, but... I was so closed off and feeling like this was my issue and that I just had to figure it out before bringing it to the Lord. 
which is not what he was asking. So that was my verse for sure to just let the light in (laughs) with the Lord. So I think my verse kind of, as you were talking about that man, I think is almost like the next step or something. It definitely goes hand in hand Mm -hmm. for my experience. I realized it uh, more in myself in a time of my life where for me, it was what was going into my mind and the things that I was letting like run my thoughts and run just constant of like who I was specifically for me, it was during a time of soccer, but my verse comes from Philippians four, eight and nine. And it says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. If there is anything excellent, there's anything worthy of praise. Think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. And anyone who listened to our last episode, that's actually also my favorite verse. But in a time of life where I was experiencing a lot of fear and shame, God really reminded me that it's truth that I needed to fill my mind with. I really felt like there was a battlefield going on in my head of just lies and truth and lies and truth. And at that point, the lies were really, really kind of overshadowing the truth of what I knew. And I had been beaten down so much just like verbally that I could not even find my way to the truth. And I remember just crying a lot and God just really reminding me like, Em, you are not putting your thoughts where they need to be. And At that point, I was beginning to see like where the root of shame and fear was in my life. And so I was able to take the words that I had held on to from specifically a coach in my life and replace them with the truth of what God was saying to me in his word. And that really helped me move forward. And in that specific situation, the shame and fear, the person that I was like, putting that on or the person that I felt like was attacking me, that situation actually didn't change. But what changed was my view of myself and what I knew the Lord was saying of me. And so because of that, the entire situation ended up changing because what I was thinking of and what I was filling my mind with was what was true and honorable and just. And those are the things that God calls us to think on. And it was really neat to see how God used that to completely change and remove the shame and fear that I was having in my life just by thinking on the things of him. So So good. It's so good. And, and just even just highlighting what you have said, we have the power to change the narrative of the shame that is over our lives. Nobody else, your circumstances did not change, Emily, but you chose You chose to fix your eyes on God. You've chose to use the word to transform and renew your mind and believe who you are created to be, you know, and and it comes back again to that. When we are dealing with shame, it is about something inside of us that has attacked our identity. And what we need to be doing is we need to be asking ourselves, who has said that? Does it align with who God says we are? And that is exactly what was happening in the garden of of Eden is that the Lord came to them. He came to them and he asked them the question and he said, who, who told you that? Who told you that you are naked? And and that's the thing that we need to be asking ourselves. Who has has said 
these things about our shame? Who has said that? And why are those words more important than what God is saying? You know, I know I touched a little bit about it and um, we're not going to really unpack um, that story of mine, of body, of body image and, and, and shame in that area and living in a culture where that was shameful to be the body that I, that I was. And I had to dig deep into the scriptures even when I didn't know it, you know, I, I brushed it aside. Like a lot of what Emily said, a lot of what Amanda said, it's things that we brush aside. But when it starts impacting and being contradictory to what the word of God is saying, we need to address that. And that's what shame does. It does not align with the word of God. And when something doesn't align with the word of God, we need to uproot it out of our lives. So when we read that whole, you know, those messages, those verses actually from verses 8 to 11, when you start from verse 9 to 11, it's actually a redemption story. It's Jesus inviting us back in. God was inviting them back in and going, come, I know that you have done this, but I want to restore and redeem what you have opened. And they had a choice. They literally had a choice to come back to the Lord and be like, you know what, God, we messed up and we, and we feel so ashamed, but, but they didn't, they chose to carry on in that. And that's what shame does. It takes us away from intimacy with the Lord. Um, you might be thinking, oh, I'm going to address what shame is. And then it's going to be gone. Poof. It's gone like that. Actually, it just comes back in different cycles. It really does. But now you have the tools. When we hold on to the word of God, it gives us the tools that when those voices come back in, when that shame comes back in and knocks at your door, you can go, no, this is not who I am. This is what the word of God says. You know, I just turned 38. <laughs> and you know what? I was dealing with that shame again, all over again. The shame of body image, the shame of I'm not good enough. But then again, I go back to the word and go, that is not who I am. I am so far away than where I was at the age of 14 when God revealed this to me. I'm, I have better tools in, to combat it and I can stand and say, no, you're not coming in and taking root in my heart because you don't belong there. So for a lot of you, as we're wrapping up this episode, this might be the beginning of a journey. For some of you, this might be something you've been dealing with for a very long time. And as Amanda said, you need to invite somebody in. Whether it is you're going to go see a counselor, whether you're going to speak to your friend, whether you have a mentor or a spiritual leader that is in your life that can help you walk this out. But if you're just at the grassroots level and you're just going, hey, I have no idea what the shame is, spend some time with the Lord because every one of us did spend time with God. Before we reached out to others, we spent time with God and gone, Lord, would you reveal this to us? Would you give us a word to stand on? And in that, the journey started and continues. So we hope that this episode has been encouraging to you, that you have some tools underneath your belt. You have some scriptures that you're going to go and dig up and just really be like, Lord, would you reveal the truth inside and let me walk in that. So um, from us, please hang around because we have your weekly challenge and your prayer action for the week. And we pray that you have a great time. 
so just to recap for today's episode, we wanted to go over, um, again, obviously we have your challenges, your weekly challenge and your prayer challenge, but just to recap on some of the tools. So we know that we mentioned that and we talked about it maybe a lot, but just to identify some, we really hope that you can see when you're tackling this topic of shame and fear that maybe one of the tools is just recognizing things that you're hiding from maybe the people around you, maybe from yourself. Are you hiding anything away that you're just not wanting people to know? So that can be a good identifier for shame. Another one, another tool uh, we talked a lot about is scripture. That tool is like the sword of the spirit. The That's the one we really just believe that uh, has so much power and so much strength to really cut strongholds in our life. Um, so that's a tool also. Another one is just bringing things to the light. So sharing with people around you. That is another really big tool that we have. Always in the back of our pocket, the Lord created us to be in community and to have one another. Again, uh, just going back to the heart of our podcast, that is how we believe we were meant to live, not to be alone in our struggles. So hopefully those tools, and there was a few other ones, but just to kind of bullet point those for you, But as um, it kind of ties into the challenge for the week, which is, uh, there's kind of a three part. So just taking the time maybe to sit down and reflect for yourself. Is there shame or is there things that you're hiding? Are those identifiers? You maybe are experiencing insecurity, shame, depression, some of those things that pop up, but maybe have a deeper root. So is there something that maybe that's being undealt with in your life in regards to shame? And then if that's very easily identified for you, Is there a truth that you can write down, a scripture you can write down to combat that and and choose to walk in that daily? Now, disclaimer, you do not have to be walking through shame and fear. If you're at a space in your life, we do not want to place this over you or make you feel like you are, like this is something we will always deal with and always have in our life. No, there are seasons and maybe we have freedom in a complete season and sometimes it creeps back in and we don't notice it in another season. Those are the things that we're really just wanting to stop and reflect on, but we do not want you to feel like you have to have this in your life. So that just to be a disclaimer, but for those of us that maybe just haven't taken time in a while to reflect, let's reflect um, this week on that. Awesome, and then I have our prayer challenge for us. And that is to just sit down and take time daily to pray kind of based off of our challenge as well. Just believing the truth, praying for just help in belief and then praying for freedom from the things that are causing us to have shame and fear. We understand that there is freedom in Christ and he is He is where we find freedom. And if you don't know Jesus, if you don't have a personal relationship with the Lord yet, finding freedom from that in Him will be hard because you haven't experienced freedom in Christ yet. So if you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus, we just want to invite you into that first. And whether you want to DM us or whatever, ask questions, go to someone in your life that you know loves the Lord, Um, just starting that, open your Bible, just start reading um, and kind of walk that journey to begin with. Even starting to pray and ask God for freedom in these areas of your life, just open up a conversation with the Lord and you will see just beauty come from it. Anyway, so we love you guys. We are grateful that you joined us today. 
We pray that these challenges and these prayer challenges, that they would bless you this week, that you would take one step closer to knowing Jesus and our creator. And in return, you would know more of who you are in him. So we love you guys. I'm going to pray and then we will be off on our weeks. Dear God, I just thank you for this time that we get to spend together, Lord. I thank you for your word and how it is living and active in truth, God, that we can stand on it no matter what we are experiencing in our life, no matter what shame or fear is over us, God, that we know that your word is truth, God, that you are bigger than our shame, you're bigger than our fear, Lord, and that we can um, stand on that, even in times when we feel like we may be hard pressed under it, God. And um, I just pray that there will be freedom this week from these things, that you would replace all of these um, just lies in our heads with your truth, God. We thank you for your word. We thank you for who you are and that you love us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for listening to The Creative Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to whatever platform you're listening on. You can find us at created.podcast on Instagram and also on our website, youarecreated.com. Hope you join us next week. But until then, don't forget, you are created.